You done? <laughs> I'm ready. Hello and welcome to Sons of Cinema. <laughs> Where today we're going to be looking at the original Ghostbusters from 1984 and Ghostbusters. <laughs> I'm a ghost. And Ghostbusters 2. You want to take that off? <laughs> If you how, can. How did you know it was me? <laughs> oh, your your torso is gone. <laughs> Only if the green screen is working. Only if the green screen works. <laughs> okay, so um, so you introduced us. Yes. I'm, I'm Marty Jalove, and this is my son, Luke Jalove. And together we are the Sons, Sons of, of Cinema. Cinema. <laughs> All right, so Luke, what, what, what shows are we going to uh, be looking at today or as, reviewing? As I said while you were under that sheet, we're going to be reviewing... That wasn't me. That was a ghost. No, as, <laughs> as I was saying while I was while there was a ghost there, Yes, uh, we were going to be reviewing Ghostbusters and Ghostbusters 2. No, so uh, Ghostbusters was 1984. When was Ghostbusters 2 put out? Do you know? <laughs> it was either <laughs> 1989 or 1990. You should have just thrown out a date. Nobody's going to check. Okay, so we'll say 89. Beautiful. That was a great movie. So oh, we got a chance to rewatch them. Mm -hmm. Wonderful, incredible movies. Indeed. All right. So um, give us uh, give us your overall synopsis. So most people who are going to watch this are only going to watch the first couple of minutes, and then they're going to turn off our show. Uh -huh. So go ahead, give them the information they really want. So Ghostbusters, uh, directed by. <laughs> this is in case the green screen works. <laughs> directed by Ivan Reitman, uh, based off a script by Dan Aykroyd, which was workshopped heavily by Harold Ramis. Okay. Um, Cool. It went through a, a very uh, difficult production. Uh, originally, it was, How so? Well, originally it was written for Dan Aykroyd, John Belushi, and Eddie Murphy. Wow. That would have been a cool team. Yes. Um, but then the Winston part got downsized, so Eddie okay. Murphy was out. Okay. Uh, John Belushi died. Uh, that so would take him out. Eventually, it came to be Bill Murray, Harold Ramis, Dan Aykroyd, uh, okay. Ernie Hudson. Neat. So there was a there was a lot of uh, Dan Aykroyd's script of this was massive because he's very known for writing huge overcomplicated scripts. Okay, uh, but Harold Ramis, who's a very uh, who was a comedic genius, again yes. one of the great screenwriters of his time, he went and he made the script workable. He made it uh, the tight, efficient thing it is okay. in this movie, and that's the first thing I want to comment about on the original Ghostbusters. Yes. It's one of the funniest movies of all time. I would agree with you. Yes, it's just, yes. it, all, all of it feels so natural. It feels so rooted in character. Um, I, I enjoyed it more watching it again. I mean, I, I loved it when it first came out. Mm -hmm. It was the movie. Mm -hmm. It was like everyone was dancing in the street. You know, mm -hmm. um, uh, who are you going to call? Right. right? But yeah. uh, watching it again was just brought back so many memories and a lot of subtleties that I hadn't uh, remembered from the first movie or the first time watching it. So, yes, I agree with you. Great movie. Probably one of the best comedies of all time. Oh, definitely. Um, and uh, one thing that makes the comedy work here, yes. as opposed to other movies as we go further into the right. Ghostbusters franchise, is uh, its script needs to be efficient and needs to work because it's yes. such a heavy sci-fi plot. Right. Sci-fi right. very dictated by rules and yes. what needs to happen. So you can't you can't do as much improvising. You can't Correct. do as much looseness. Yeah. So I think what what's so clever about Ghostbusters is it sort of uh, segments the the comedy, the loose improvisation to Bill Murray, and okay. then both Dan Aykroyd and Harold Ramis basically just have the script to go off of. So it's just like straight performance. Okay. Like word to screen. It's it's 
it's very uh, efficient at doing what it's trying to do because uh, Egon and Ray give the the firm rules that a sci-fi sure. plot needs. Okay. And then Bill Murray gives most of the comedy. Well, obviously, you know. Not not all of it, not but all. most of it, without a yes. doubt. Yeah. And then Ernie Hudson is that the one that we can connect with. He's the everyman. Mm -hmm. He's the one that you just... Uh, you, uh, when you're watching the movie, you're like, yes, I could see myself in that position, you know, being part of this group. Yes. Yeah. In awesome. theory. Yes. I'd say the one, my one criticism of Ghostbusters yes. is that Winston, as a character, doesn't uh, have that much to do. Right. He's really not in it that often. That's, okay. that's just my I, take. Yeah. And I'll tell you, after watching it again, uh, part one and part two together, mm -hmm. uh, I have a greater appreciation for part two, which we'll get into in a minute. But I believe that Ernie Hudson's position, even though it wasn't big, and maybe you, we, he could have been given bigger lines, he added some structure to it. He, he filled in points that mm -hmm. made uh, a perfect flow for the entire movie. He was a pivotal uh, part of the movie that you could, uh, you might feel at first you overlook, but without him, uh, there was, there was um, it would have been a bunch of little skits, but he helps bring the whole thing together. That's my opinion. All right, that's fair. Thank yeah, you. Definitely. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I think the other thing we brought up, we talked about, was how essential Dan Aykroyd is in both movies. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. And it was really neat watching it again because <laughs> uh, I, I thought Dan Aykroyd was like a secondary character. Yeah. You also, I think, just had a misconception that he was like uh, a geeky, like, whoa, like right, right. constantly yeah. being like the butt of the joke. But no, he's. He's just the ever, ever the optimist. Yes. He, he like Dan Aykroyd himself, he fully believes in okay. Ghostbusters, in ghosts. I don't know how much you've seen of Dan Aykroyd. I've seen a little bit of him <laughs> outside of the, uh, the uh, film industry, he, right? He has some interesting beliefs, Okay, um, is what I'll say. But I, I think it's necessary for this movie because he just lends himself fully to the role. Okay. You know, just this, sure, sure. this guy's like, Wow. And he he knows the he knows the words he needs to say. He's sure, like, oh sure. man, the PKE is off the charts, you know. And and he delivers it so well because he yes. deli it's so honest. Because like you said, he believes in so much of this stuff that when he talks, it's truly coming from his heart. Mm -hmm. I mean, he he is the he suddenly is the expert in this field. Cool, cool. Yeah. So how would you compare number one to two? Um, I will say I went into to thinking it was going to be a lot worse. Okay. And as I was watching it, I decided it's only worse. <laughs> <laughs> not a lot worse. It's just worse. But what he means by that is it's not as good as one. Yes. But number two is still a great movie. It's I I, I, I would love say it's good. Two. Yeah. I don't. It, it's difficult to say number two is a standalone movie. Like if you only saw number two, it would be difficult to understand everything. Mm -hmm. You have to see number one to truly appreciate number two. Yes. But number two, again, I watched it. You know, we just watched it recently. And I have a greater appreciation for it. Uh, there were so many subtleties to it that I missed out on. And you're absolutely right. I misjudged Dan Aykroyd's character mm -hmm. and just fell in love with his character in both one and two so much after rewatching it again. Yes, so, definitely. yes. Go wa watch them both. Yes. Uh, I I love the I I like the world building of Ghostbusters too. I okay. like the idea of. Vigo the Carpathian, just like this yes. awful, brutal, like Vlad the yeah. Impaler stuck in a painting. Right, right. I, I like the River of Slime. Um, and I'm I mostly like Janosch. Okay, uh, how could you not like Janosch? I, I love the he's character. He's much sometimes. Oh, he's completely over the top. Uh -huh. Right, right. But he's just that, oh, I'm very creepy. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> he's just, he's the type of person, I think I've run into people like that yes. in real life. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but anyway, so other than that, uh, I mean, because they introduced that character, they don't have a character really like him so much in the first movie, mm -hmm. right? So they had to, to expand upon it and give this other, like this, uh, the evil lackey. Let's call him like that. Yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> All right. So they didn't have that the first one. Okay. Uh, so out of the two, obviously, we like number one better. Right? Number one is a classic. It, it, it's it's hard to beat in comparison to any other movie. It's one of my all-time favorites. And okay. it's, it's going to stay there because it's 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 all it's near perfect in just its rhythm. It, sure, it's, sure. It's great. I love it. Okay, so let's um, let's dissect each character. Mm -hmm. Okay, including both movies uh, in one and two. So the Bill Murray character, who is Peter Venkman. Okay, so how would you describe him? Uh, and ha did he go through any kind of an arc in his life span between uh, movie one and two? Well, I like. I'm just throwing these questions at him, so he yeah. has he is not prepared. So I'm it's prepared. All, it's all it's all in his. Brain. I'm prepared. Yes. Um, See if the green screen is working. Ooh. <laughs> if it's not, you're going to look real. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, in the first movie, Peter Venkman, uh, we, we get introduced to him in yes. the famous, uh, psych, like, uh, what's the word? Um, or psychic. Yeah, the psychic, psychic scene yeah. where uh -huh. he's testing a, 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 an attractive young woman yes. and this just guy. Uh, right, and he's right. shocking the guy, but obviously he's cheating so that the woman wins every single time. Yeah, so you get introduced to him as kind of a womanizer. He's a fraud. He's a fraud. He's a fraud. Maybe maybe like a uh, a different truther. Okay? Yes. Uh -huh. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he is a, a hound. He's after the pretty girl, and he doesn't mind picking on the little guy. No. Uh, for the, just, I, I don't think he's mean as much as he um, likes the sense of the joke. Yes, likes, definitely. Uh, yeah, he likes he, picking on the guy for the humor involved in it. He's a joker. Uh, as as the scene moves forward and yes. they go into the library, yes, we we establish that he is the cynic of the group, which yes. we already sort of get right. because he's faking the whole psychic thing, right? But uh, and I think that's important because his cynicism lends himself to his most admirable quality, which is he is just one of the most naturally funny characters, yes, yes, in cinema, even more than other Bill Murray characters. Bill Murray, obviously. Right. One of the funniest comedic performers of our time. Yes, yes. But I think this movie, because he's just surrounded by, I assume, just pure Dan Aykroyd, like, gobbledygook. Yes. I think it's a lot of Bill Murray being like, this is stupid. I know, like, but but you're right. I uh, like the way you're, you're calling him. He's the cynic. He early on goes, all right, fine, we'll do this. I don't mm -hmm. believe in this. Okay, um, you know, this this whole bit, and then he becomes a believer. It's a very quick arc for him, for he just suddenly becomes a believer. Right. And where most people would be like, oh my God, I'm terrified. Look at what's going on. He immediately goes, we could make money at this. Yes, <laughs> and that, that's that's the perfect change for his character. He's yes. like, we got to make a business out of this. Right. Something Ray or Egon would never choose to do. Correct. But the, they, need the, they need the cynic, they need the moneymaker, yep. the hounds. Yes, to, yeah. To, to grease the wheels and say we're gonna we're gonna do this we're gonna right right I like that I like that all right so um and he stays pretty much the same he's a little more vulnerable in part two mm -hmm. okay but he's pretty much the character his character is is the same he kind of settles down or we think he settles down in part two yeah he he's I'd say he domesticates a lot yes because he he obviously for part two 
is just trying to get back with Dana Barrett. Right, right. And the big arc in the first movie is him sort of respecting Dana Barrett yeah. over other women he has pursued. Right, right. And I think that's the part that is kind of a little bit of a letdown when you're watching the movie because we love, we fell in love with Peter Bankman from the first movie mm. and to see him domesticated, perfect yes. word, to see him domesticated in the second movie, it's kind of like, oh, no, yeah, that's nice. And it, I don't think that's bad necessarily. No, no. We just get, I'd say, maybe too, too many scenes of it. Yes, yes, I agree. I, I want to see more about the guy's goofing up and getting getting scared, solving the problems, that kind Honestly, of stuff. Honestly, I can, I, I can only think of really one scene where Vankman is interacting on, at, at full capacity with the other Ghostbusters. And it's when he's in the occult store and he's like talking to Ray and Egon and he oh. like pinches Ray's ears. That, go. it's like, oh, they're all talking, they're all yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he's sort of separated from everyone for the rest of the movie. Interesting. I didn't notice that, but I think you're absolutely right on that. Yeah. Cool, cool. Okay, so uh, we've got that. Now let's go to uh, Egon, Harold Ramis. Okay. Harold Ramis, yep. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Egon Spangler, uh, Peter, Bill Murray is my favorite performance, I'd okay. say, in the first movie. Right. But Egon Spangler might be the best character in the first movie. Yeah, I would agree with I, you. The I, best character, right. Yes. Yeah, because he, he establishes that, who he is, and he just never leaves that character. Yes, and it's perfect. He is... He is a believer like okay. Ray, yeah. but none of it is optimistic. It's all just very incredibly surface level. That's it. He is a mostly humorless person. Right. He, Everything is black and white for him. Yes. Right. yes, he, yes. He, he has no idea of social grace, right. which makes it so funny mm -hmm. when Janine falls for him, of all people. Right, right, right. Um, uh, <laughs> I love at the end, of course... Immediately after saving Louis yeah. Tully, he's like, we'd like to use a little bit of your brain to shoot. <laughs> right. Like, that's the, like, the immediate place he goes. Exactly, because he's all, he's 100% nerd. Mm -hmm. He is just so into the science of the whole thing. Yes. Okay. Now, again, then in part two, I, okay, it, it feels he starts to lose a little bit. Scaled back. And he, mm -hmm. and he becomes more human. And most of the time, uh, when we're watching movies, we want to see those characters evolve. But in part of this, in, in, in mm. for a movie like this that it's supposed to be just all tongue-in-cheek comedy, I don't really want to see the human side of him. Maybe a, a right. touch of it. I just want him to be who he is. Okay? I'd say there are like maybe three moments okay. where I think Egon is himself. Okay. Uh, it's when he, he asks his intern... Let's see what happens if we take away the puppy. Yes, yes uh, exactly. That the, the yeah. negative reinforcement. Or yeah, something like, like that. human yes. emotion affecting the the, the whatever of yeah, the room. Yeah, right, right. Um, it's when he's talking about his childhood. Okay. I think that's exactly right. what Egon. I never had toys. I had part of a slinky yes. and I straightened it. Like <laughs> yes. that's perfect. Yes. And then it's when the ghost train runs over Winston, and he's like, "Did you see the number?" Yeah, <laughs> like. Yeah, it's not, it's not, you're right. He doesn't draw to the, the, oh my God, are you okay? It's mm -hmm. more like, uh, let's, did you uh, collect data? I know what train this might be. Yeah. Yes. But everything else, he feels loosened. Um, and maybe part of it is the core issue that Bill Murray is separated from the other Ghostbusters. Because as we noted, there's the scene where Ray and Egon are together. Okay. And there is just a lack of a joke. Yes. They just, add, they just talk about what food they might want. 
Right. Which yeah. feels odd. Yeah, there's that, that one scene. I think you pointed it out that it just seems like I don't even understand why it's in there. Because they're mm-hmm. talking about, oh, you want pizza? Oh, New York or Chicago. And it's kind of like, I don't understand. They're having a little conversation that has nothing to do with anything. Mm-hmm. It's just a forced conversation so the two of them could be on the screen. It's not even, it's not that funny. No, that's there's the not, I don't know yeah. anything that's funny about yeah. it. Not at all. It's mm-hmm. just the little short conversation that doesn't help the movie in any regard. Yes. Okay. Now, before we get to Dan Aykroyd, because I really want to save him for last, uh, Ernie Hudson. Ernie Hudson, uh, I feel bad for yeah. Ernie Hudson because he is like just an actor. He's a yeah. character actor. Yes. Um, and he is put up against three of the most incredibly talented comedic performers right. and he's, of the 70s, 80s. Right. Like, he's got to play the straight man among these guys. Yes. He's got to throw in some emotion He's got to be real and honest and human, and it's got to be real tough. And they give him, he's got the least amount of lines. Yes. So it's like, go and do all of that. You have to be the connection to the audience. You have to be the real person. You have to be our straight man. And here, you only have five lines. Go. Yes. Uh (laughs) Yeah. So he is an underrated character as far as I'm concerned. Yes. And I think he is probably the one character who improves from Ghostbusters 1 to 2. Okay. How so? Because in the first one, as I said, my one issue with the first one, keeping in mind, yeah. uh, it is that he is <laughs> he, he is so underutilized. Like yes. there's so little Winston. He feels like a a kind of a superfluous character. Right. Right. Um, and also, I I just think he there are some like more comedic lines he delivers a little worse than the others. Like okay. there's a moment in the mayor's office where where they're all talking about. Yeah how New York will be worse. And right. I think he just delivers it a little, a, a step below how everyone is doing it. Okay. That's just my opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. whatever. Um, but in the second one, uh, because Bill Murray's gone, yeah. Winston does more. He's around more. Good. Ray, Egon, okay. and Winston are always, are off discovering the river of slime. Right, they're, they're, they're working going together. They're going to the train yeah. station. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and that's good. I we, we talked about how Winston and Ray sort of have this subtle, like, friendship... Right, right. ...that gets de- developed more over the yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah. Well, and so now let's just jump into Ray. Okay, Dan Aykroyd. Yes, because Raymond Stance. There you go. Because, is it Dr. Raymond Stance? Yes, uh, everyone but Winston is a doctor. Oh, okay, cool, cool. All right, I just wanted to make sure on that. I didn't want to quote it, and then somebody, some doctor out there saying... Oh, my gosh, really. <laughs> He's a professor. Yeah. Nice. Anyway. Um... But anyway, so Dan Aykroyd, like I said, is the um, under another underrated character in the yes. movie. That we, it's easy to forget about how strong a character it is. And Bill Murray was the one who really pointed it out. Where at first you kind of like think that's a throwaway line, but it really was the true line when he said, uh, "This is Ray Stance, the heart uh-huh. of, of the Ghostbusters." Mm-hmm. Okay, because uh, that was in part one, right? Yes. Yeah, and it was so cool because at first you kind of go, okay, so it's just his sarcastic line that he's throwing out there. But in reality, it's it's the truth. Yes. Because he's the only one, uh, Dan Aykroyd's the only one that has individual relationships with each of the other characters, mm-hmm. right? Yes. So um, he is the nerdy guy mm-hmm. with uh, Harold Ramis. Yes, him and, and Egon are intellectual equals. They... Completely. Yes. Right. Yeah, they're equal. Not, none of them are, uh, you know, they, they bring their own stuff to the table, but they can have great conversations, and they're great conversations to watch. Uh-huh. Okay. They're, they're the ones who are actually making the Ghostbusters run, like, yes. like the way it's supposed to. They know, like, oh, we got to 
consult Tobin's spirit guy. Yeah, exactly. And they're like, I'll go do this and I'll take a look at the architectural structure and Mm -hmm. I'll do this. Yeah, they have all the answers because they're just so filled with knowledge. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, You already brought up that he has got a great relationship with the fourth Ghostbuster. Winston. Yes, exactly. Uh, That it's more of a humanistic relationship where Winston is talking about... uh, the biblical idea of it. Yes. And, and, yes. and Raymond immediately goes, oh yeah, you know, uh, Ray goes, yeah, yeah, I understand. And and he's able to quote some of the Bible mm. and they have this great conversation, just that. They're the ones who are, uh, who are playing for parties in the se- yeah. second. There movie. you go. Yeah. Yeah. They, they just have this little back and forth. I, uh-huh. Winston is clearly closer to Ray than anyone else. Right. Winston is hired by Ray. There you on go. The spot. Sure. And then, uh, when the slime uh, con- gets in contact with them, Ray and Winston uh, almost kill each other. That's in part two. Yes, in, in part two. In part right, two. Right, right. And they realize, oh man, this is that's when yeah. they realize it's serious. We were gonna. Yeah, because they were they were almost best friends without even saying they're best friends. Yes. Right. So that's cool because that's an interesting. You know, it's an interesting point because Dan Aykroyd plays a part where he's almost best friends with every one of the characters. Yes, he's the one who is connecting all three. Yeah. Yeah. And so he's got a great relationship with uh, with Bill Murray mm-hmm. through both that I didn't realize like um, how funny and how tongue in cheek he is in both movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had this image, this memory of him being the dorky scaredy cat. Okay, mm-hmm. and and then watching it, uh, I think we talked about it. And you were like, no, I don't, I don't get that from him. And watching it again, I'm going, wow, I really mistook him mm-hmm. because he does have a certain amount of courage. Uh, he's got some knowledge, and he can joke around a lot with uh, with Bankman, especially in two. Yeah, um, I'd say one of the weaker elements of Ghostbusters Two is the humor. Okay, uh, just for me, like I don't like when they are just impersonating New York police, not police, yeah, New York the, engineers. Yeah, the workers, right? That feels more like Bill Murray, Harold Ramis, and Dan Aykroyd than it does Peter uh, Egon and yeah, Ray. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that's a really good point. You're yeah. absolutely right. There's a, there's that part where they're drilling into the street and they've got to fool the cops and they mm-hmm. change personality. And without a doubt, uh, Bill Murray, you can say to yourself, could almost pull that off. We can picture Peter Venkman doing that. Maybe. Yeah. But, but the never other, Ray. No, no. And uh, I do. And, I, Egon does, I say. Yeah. And he does, yo. Yeah, that exactly. Expert. That's okay. cool because he's yeah. like, I don't know what I'm supposed to say, but uh-huh. I'm going to play the part. Ray uh, feels off. Yes. Uh, Egon plays there. Those are the kind of little things that, uh, Harold Ramis did in those movies that I really like, Mm -hmm. uh, like that type of thing of going, okay, I'm intelligent. I understand I'm supposed to be doing something. I'm not exactly sure. So you're right. He does that. Yo, like I'm one of these guys. We're these Uh tough guys. Uh, also in the first movie, you remember when, uh, they bust the ghost, their first ghost Uh in the hotel. Yes. And. Peter Bankman's going to go, okay, let's figure out how much this is going to cost. And he looks and Egon's the one who goes mm-hmm. like four and he like brushes his face or something like mm-hmm. that to tell him Egon's the one who's just like, okay, I have to like, he's clued in where he understands I've got to signal him. Uh-huh. Okay. It's the, it's the introduction of him saying, I'm not all black and white. I'm not all just nerdy. There are some subtleties that mm-hmm. I understand as a human, I have to like go, oh, that's only 1000 This is yeah. four. And yeah. he, of course, he's the one who knows how much it's going to cost. Completely. He's the one who's in charge of like making everything run. Yes, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he's the one who 
when they get the loan and and Dan Dan Aykroyd is like, oh my god, I can't. Nobody takes out a third mortgage on their home, mm. and uh, Bill yes. Murray's excited, going, yes, yes, it's going to be. Awesome. Everyone's got a third mortgage. Right. Don't worry about it. Right. And he ends in the back with a calculator, going, do you know how much the interest alone would be? You know. Uh-huh. And so that that's a cool scene. Just that really cool scene points out all three of them, their characters to a T. That and that that scene, it's the birth of Ghostbusters when they yes, finally say yes. we've got it, and each three, uh, uh, the three of them, their energy just comes out. Definitely, yeah, excellent. All right, well that's that's cool. I'm looking forward to we're gonna watch the next two movies, mm-hmm. which are called. Well, there is the 2016 Ghostbusters, which was released as just Ghostbusters, yes, but has since been like retroactively called Ghostbusters Answer the Call. Oh, okay. All right, um, whatever. It's the one that it's everyone a, knows. It it stars Kristen Wiig, Melissa McCarthy, Kate yes. McKinnon. Yes, which is uh, a great comedic team. Mm-hmm. You know, they're 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 extremely funny women. We will watch the movie. We'll watch it again, and we're going to do a comparison between that and and uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Yes, and um, so we. I haven't seen that. You haven't seen it. Right? No, I have not. No. Okay, so I'm looking forward to it. So that this way, obviously, when we do that. We'll review. We'll we'll touch on the first two movies again. Yes, but we'll be comparing all four of them. Yeah, we'll have okay. to say which one's the best, which one's yes, worst, and yes. where the middle two fall. Right. Yeah. And now I just have a uh, a cinematic comment. Okay, comment. go ahead. Okay, and I'm going to hear you on it. Is that it seems so often in the movie industry, what they do is they force out these sequels. They force out additional movies because they're building upon the idea that that first one was a success, so let's keep doing it over and over again. Mm-hmm. Uh, part two of Ghostbusters, to me, pulled it off. It was very good. It was well done. I don't know, you know, at what point do you say, let's continue to keep doing this? So mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to this, the fourth movie, yes. to see if they've changed it up enough to really make it work. Mm-hmm. Very few sequels or uh, movies that have multiple sequels, uh, very few of those become great movies. They're right. just, They're just okay movies or the last bit to go well we're gonna we're gonna get one more bucket of popcorn out of you mm-hmm. okay so what do you <laughs> that's know? a that's a funny way to put it i like, I like that. there you go so what do you think of sequels in general and especially the ghostbuster sequels um yeah uh ghostbusters one is such lightning in a bottle yes and i know ghostbusters 2 wasn't bad right but uh i i, I like how you say it wasn't bad it's it's not worse. Okay, <laughs> those kind of, those it's, those those. I liked Ghostbusters too a lot. I don't think it's okay. a bad movie. It's okay. good. Okay, but compared to Ghostbusters, oh, go, compared one, to one, yeah, yeah. You, it it can't compare. And like I said, it's got to be. You've got to see one in order to enjoy two. I'm very pro creative. I I think people should do their own things. Okay, so generally sequels kind of rub me the right. wrong way. Okay. Uh, unless it's like a Lord of the Rings or Harry Potter situation okay. where there's a full story that needs right. to be told in several movies, yeah. whatever, go for it. I don't yeah, care. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, as long as there is something very specific yeah. that has to be told. Yes. Correct. Uh, with Ghostbusters, it's like the first one is such a lightning in the bottle comedy movie, yes. just this very specific group of people. And everyone, it just, it's just felt worse. Yeah, like a little off. It feels like... Like every time I hear one of the sequels reference who you gonna call, right. I'm sure in Afterlife, it's like <laughs> at some point someone's gonna pick up a phone and another character's gonna be like, "What? Who are you gonna call?" Right, right, and, exactly. and it's gonna be it's gonna be the most mind numbing yeah, part of the movie. Go. There you go. Um, yeah, I don't know. I because I watched the Go- the Ghostbusters Afterlife trailer 
And all I can think is, why why couldn't this just be a movie about small town kids catching a ghost? Like, why does it need to be Ghostbusters? All right, well, that's a good point, but I'm going to save my comment on that until we see the movie. Sure. I really want to see it. Uh, because I hear mixed mixed reviews. I hear some people going, it's great, I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I hear other people going, eh, it's all right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's going to be interesting for someone like me who saw mm-hmm. Ghostbusters, the first one, when it was in the theaters, okay? Uh, and it's become part of my life, that whole history of, you know, I you know, I wanted to be a Ghostbuster. Right. <laughs> all right. Who didn't? Exactly. Uh-huh. Um, but the reality is I am afraid of ghosts. So, oh. <laughs> so I wouldn't want you to call me. <laughs> Please don't yeah, call exactly. me. Exactly. So at a future future episode of this show, uh-huh. um, I'd like to do uh, sequels that really worked. Yes. Okay. Like the Godfather sequels. Godfather sequel, yes, I agree. Sequel. The Godfather 2 really yeah. works. Yeah, I agree. Well, I'm, the, I'm one of the few people who really like Godfather 3. I'll have to be its own mega episode. <laughs> exactly. All three Godfather movies. There you go. There you go. Yeah. All right. Um. So do you have any uh, uh, treats for us for today? Any treats? Yeah. I mean, how long has this video gone on? I have no idea. I want to check um, without. So, Awesome. You got any treats for us? Anything uh, Anything you want to add? Why, yes. <laughs> do You do? Okay. So, uh-huh. Ghostbusters is a movie franchise that they will probably make new ones. Once Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd are dead. Uh, you, They'll come back as ghosts. You know they're going to make Ghostbusters movie after right, Ghostbusters right. movie. Yeah, because now, hold on. Just really I, And I, I love cutting him off. Please but, do. Um, Slimer is supposed to be based on... John Belushi. Which is interesting because I... I like just what the John Belushi from like Animal House, kind of John Belushi. <laughs> no, the 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 the, the, the guy. There's actually a funny, a funny backstory about the guy who made Slimer. Okay, he made just like this gross ghost. Yeah, to just, with just his big mouth. To yeah, yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. And then he was messaged later on, like, "Hey, could you design this to look like John Belushi?" Yeah, and he had this design, and he was like, "I don't have time to make a new right. one." So he just brought the Slimer design to Dan Aykroyd, and Dan Aykroyd was like, yeah, that's him. Oh, that's awesome. John. Yeah. Really? All right. Because to me, when I heard that, I was like, he doesn't really look like John Belushi, but mm. he does resemble John Belushi, especially in the movie Animal House, which mm-hmm. is a different movie. Anyway, so that would be cool. <laughs> it if, is a different movie. Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> completely. Nothing to do with this. Um but it would be interesting, uh, I don't know, it's, it's sad, I mean, because Harold Ramis is gone, uh, Dan Aykroyd and um, uh, Bill Murray, uh, Ernie Hudson, one day they're going to be gone. Yes. It would be interesting, do you think it would be proper to bring them back as ghosts for the another Ghostbuster movie? Like Ghostbuster 3000. My answer is no. <laughs> oh my God, please don't. Oh, come on, they would be really good. You know, Bill Murray would still be going, I don't really believe in ghosts. That's my biggest worry about Ghostbusters Afterlife. Yes. Is that Harold Ramis is going to come back as uh, a ghost. That would be sad. That would, yeah. I mean, it could, I, I mean, all things could be done well. Okay. But anyway, I we digress. Please tell me more about this idea you have. You have something else. Because you, you, you are the person who, you're the expert in um, uh, movie-thon. Movie-thon. Movie, 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 the movie world. Movology. Yes. Um... Well, I had the idea. Obviously, Ghostbusters is very famously a New York franchise. Yes. But what's interesting is uh, what Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, both from Illinois, right. both got their start in Second City in Chicago. Yeah. Harold Ramis, Canadian, but also got his start in Chicago. Right. It's a very. It's it's also a very Chicagoan franchise. Where's Ernie Ernie Hudson from? I don't know. 
Then we'll just say Chicago. Omaha. I don't Omaha. know. <laughs> okay, anyway. I should have so looked up where Chicago. Yeah, because you know I was going to ask you. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, go ahead. And so. I would love to he- I would love to just sort of brainstorm on on what would be a good take on Ghostbusters Chicago. Oh, that would be cool because because you do have the Chicago. We're famous for the Chicago Bears, which are also known as the Monsters of the Midway. Mm. Okay, so you've got mm. that whole connection. That would be cool. You know what my immediate thought is? What? You know who you bring back as a ghost? Um, famous dead Chicagoan? Uh, Richard Daly. Al Capone. Al Capone, even better. Yes. Comes yes. back. You get some, there you go. get some good actor. Yeah. You know, yeah. one of them. Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro. Uh, yeah. yeah, Robert yeah, De Niro. There you go. He, he, knows, he knows how to play. He's played him. Capone. Yeah. Right, right. There you go. Um, Robert De Niro just be like, ah, I'm dead, but uh, that doesn't mean I can't cause trouble. <laughs> you know? Yo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's cool. Maybe um, you have the ghost of Al Capone working a more, a more threatening, like, you know, right. a gozer type. Where, correct, correct. And then uh, I, I think that's interesting. You have... The Ghostbusters in Chicago. Obviously, you can't have Bill Murray. Let them retire. Let yeah, them, yeah, exactly. They're uh, they're they're all at the uh, funeral home, some Chicagoland funeral home. Not funeral funeral not home. home. <laughs> oh, they are dead. <laughs> Retirement home. Retirement. Yeah, home. yeah, that yeah. would be interesting. Yes. Um. So um, the question is, um, because we're gonna watch Ghostbusters 2016. Yes. Where they did just try the route of directly replacing the all the characters. Yes. I need to know who you think. Uh, you know, they don't have to be modern comedians like okay. still performing comedy, but just modern enough that they could still be in a movie like that fully. would be that would be a, like the new like if we were to pick four new comedians. Yes, that would that would be the new Ghostbusters. Wow. Mm-hmm. OK, Um. you know what? I really like uh, Bill Burr. Ooh, Bill Burr. Bill Burr would be like great that. in uh, one of the characters. You know who you know what? I'm going to say Bill Burr would make a great. Winston. Yes, 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 I love it. That's what I was thinking. Awesome. Because first of all, and you know, I don't see him as the nerdy type. Yes, we're not gonna. This isn't a super political yeah. show. No, but it is a little interesting that in both the '80s one and the 2016 one, yeah. the 2016 progressive yes, one, yes. they have cast the black person as the non-scientist. Yeah, yeah, um, exactly. And, and Bill Bill Burr, he he he, his oh, whole thing is working class. Yeah, yeah, he's the he is definitely that every man. He's the one that we can connect with, and he says the things that sometimes we think yes. about, but we know we can't say. Uh-huh. So Bill Burr would be that 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 Winston character, without a doubt. And did you ever watch a show called The Good Place? Yes, yes. Do you remember the the Bill Burr is in that? No, not oh, Bill Burr. Okay. Uh, do you remember her like boyfriend? Like, no, I didn't watch that much. Okay. okay. <laughs> well, um, I'm just going to interject here and say, yeah. Uh, the the second lead of that show is a character named Cheedy, and he's super smart. He's he's nerdy, and it is it is interesting. It is this actor named William William Jackson Harper. Okay, and he has played uh, two very different shades of like the nerdy, okay. detached character. One in the Good Place where he's more energetic, yeah. and then there's a movie called Midsummer where wow. he plays a side character, but he's completely shut off. Yeah, like, I have no idea who you're talking about, so that makes this even more exciting. So now I have to I'm look him up to... To, see, to see if I can figure him out. I'm, I'm thinking you're talking about Ted Danson. <laughs> no. Which I'm like, I don't see where Ted Danson, Danson. is. But talking about Ted Danson, you know who else could be a great Ghostbuster? Still around, still funny, uh, and I think he could play one of the nerdy ones. It is funny if you would have just said Ted, Dan- Ted Danson. <laughs> um, who? Howie Mandel. Why do you... Uh... 
He's 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 you know he's a germaphobe. Um, I just kind of picture him playing that kind. Very he might be he might be the um, uh, Ray Stance character. He could maybe possibly. I, I could see it. I'm not a hundred percent behind it, but I do like Howie Mandel. I see Howie Mandel as like a Louis Tully or a Janosch. Okay. Oh, rather there you than go. a Ghostbuster, go. like yeah. he's just he's like the, he's the he's the nerdy the yeah. nerdy character. Gotcha. Oh, okay. Gotcha. You know, Janos is mean. Lewis is cool. Okay. I thought you whatever. meant just like he's the evil guy. Like he could be no, a, a Bond villain. How we meant that was a Bond villain. Uh huh. <laughs> right. So anyway, going back to this. So who are some of the other comedians you could think of that would I, really? I will say. I just want to say. You know, you, you can don't have to raise up. your hand. You can you look can... him up. Whatever. I'm going to look him up. I think William Jackson Arbor would be a perfect okay. Egon type. So we'll say him in a way okay. that doesn't feel derivative of Egon, and yeah. I think he could also make it interesting. I just want to throw that out. Okay. There. So Bill Nye, the science guy, <laughs> he'd make a perfect Peter Vankman. There you go. There you go. And, uh, William DeGrasse, William DeGrasse Tyson. Yeah, that's him. Yeah. Uh, no, 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 no. Let's, no. Not, let's not bring either of them into the movie. Yeah. Okay. They could, they could play bit parts in the background. Mm -hmm. Okay. But that's it. Not, not. So do you have other comedians in your head? Hmm. Cause the first one, it was funny. The first one that popped in my head was, uh, 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 Bill Burr. Burr. You know who else? Um, just because I like the ones that I really, the comedians I really like. Uh, uh, Ricky Gervais. Ricky could, Gervais. Could he play mm. a part in this? Because uh, he does seem like he would be he would be someone who could play the, the the role of being skeptical and then flipping it around. I could see it. Maybe. Uh, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. You know, I I think I think he's you know he could work for the Bill Murray character. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he wouldn't be my first choice. Okay. But. But what's his name? The guy who who did The Office. Steve Carell. Yeah, Steve Carell. I could see Steve Carell honestly as a Ray Stance. Yes, yeah. yes, I'll go with that. All right, so we'll check that one off. Mm -hmm. There, Steve Carell, Bill Burr. So, and now and, that Steve Carell's sort of getting getting a little older, I yeah. think it's a different. It can be a different dynamic. Yeah, like this older geek and maybe like because he's he's older than Bill okay. Burr now, and then yeah. like everyone's like. Hey, uh, you know, Gramps, like, right. what are you, you what are you perfect. fiddling with? And perfect. he's like, oh, don't worry, guys, I've, I've okay. got the perfect calculation, you know. So if we've got that. Bill Burr as um, Winston, uh, Steve Carell as Ray Stance, mm -hmm. right? Uh, this guy, Irving. William Jackson yeah, Harper. Irving, William Jackson Harper. Yeah, Irving. <laughs> Irving. <laughs> William Jackson Irving Harper. 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 What's his name? Harper. Harper. <laughs> These are three <laughs> names I'm sure you've heard. One million times, <laughs> but never together. So uh -huh. I'm a big fan. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, he plays the Egon character. So now we need the Bill Murray character. Yes. Yeah. So and, and I don't think we can. Rodney go. Dangerfield. Yes. Perfect. <laughs> oh my God. Rodney Dangerfield. The ghost of Rodney Dangerfield should play Slimer in the <sighs> new movie. Perfect. Oh, oh. I'm a ghost. Oh, I get no respect. I get no respect. <laughs> All right. Uh, now we just need to think of because it can't be. Bill Murray. No, no. It's got to be tough. It's tough to replace yeah. that that character, that uh -huh. kind of a guy, because he is a powerhouse. Okay. Also, we're sucking up to you, Bill Murray. So if you ever watch this, you know. <laughs> yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. Um. So, hmm. I have a feeling we're going to cut. We're going to cut here and go two hours later. Yeah. <laughs> Tina Fey. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I could see it. Yeah, I think she could do. She could do that. Well, here's what you do. You have Tina Fey be like Steve Carell's niece. Oh, there you go. And and like maybe I think aren't they around the same age? Yeah, they are. I think they were in the same. They were in a movie. They were a blind date movie or something like that. 
And so that's interesting that you Why do I assume <laughs> Tina Fey is younger than Steve Carell? Okay. Um, no. Well, there you go. Steve Carell will never be on this show. Oh. <laughs> but Tina Fey. Yeah, Tina Fey. You're more than welcome. You um, can show up with Bill Murray. Uh, Tina Fey, maybe she's like Steve Carell's sister. Yeah, then. sister. Yeah, uh, cousin. Whatever. You know, and, she, yeah. and, she's, and, and she's a scientist as well. Yeah, and maybe yeah. their mom, you know, is like, help your brother. His business yeah. is going under. She's like, what accent is that? Help your brother. brother. Help your brother. Have some coffee. Have some coffee. <laughs> um, help your brother in Chicago. All right. He's, his business go. is going under. Okay. And then she goes over there. You know how many Chicago comedians are probably going to watch this show and say, oh, why did they pick me? You know how many? Yeah, none. None. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. But um, so um, there you go. I think that's a good cast. Yeah. Or who is the... Um, uh, but. I was going to su suggest uh, a lot of other female uh, comedians who could play that role, but they were already in Ghostbusters 2016. Mm -hmm. So you're they out. Got of, their chance. You're, you're out of this. Movie. They got their shot. Yeah, exactly. So there you go. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, anything? Anyone else that you could think of? Chelsea would be... Pretty would be another good. Who's Chelsea Pretty? You've seen her. Yeah, I'm sure, but I don't know her by name. She's a uh, she's a comedian. She's oh always, good. That's narrowed it right. She's down. also oh, her. Woman. She's um, a woman. She's a and a comedian. She's sort of a her defining feature. She's sort of got a larger nose. She's very deadpan. She comes from Saturday Night Live. Uh, she wasn't on Saturday Night Live. You ever see that show Brooklyn Nine Nine? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, <sighs> I like, love this, and I'm sure she appreciates that. You, you know, would her defining you, feature. She's got a big nose. It's no. That's it's her. Def it's, I, it's, it is. Okay. Um, uh -huh. uh, you would know her if you saw You're her. Just a None of these people are ever going to be on this show. <laughs> you would know her if you saw I her. I do. I love her. I love her. One day when Luke can't be on the show, you come on the show, you and I. We'll yes, Chelsea Peretti, do it. Exactly. Um, I'm waiting. All right. Okay, awesome. Yes. Well, there it is. That's our show. Well, wait, uh, wait, 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 wait. Because if Tina Fey is the... Um, Bankman, the Bankman. Is it Bankman or Bankman? Vank. Vankman. It's, she's the Bankman character. Who's her love interest? Ooh, that's a great... That's right, because you need somebody very, uh, like, uh, confident in themselves, uh -huh. very proper, okay, uh, a but little... also you know, willing to loosen up? Yeah, yeah, a little, you know, she's just like, okay, I'm not, you know, I, I'm, you know, she's intelligent, she, I see through your ruse, mm -hmm. okay? So uh -huh. who's our Dan Barrett? Yeah, Dan. I was like, wait, I her name is Dana, but I get it, Dan. Uh, yeah, 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 there you go. So, um, so that type of a person. It's got to be like sort of in Tina Fey's age range. Yeah. Uh, not necessarily a comedic actor, because right. we don't want him to steal any scenes or try to right. and fail. Um, who's the guy who played in uh, Moon? Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell. Yes. <sighs> Sam Rockwell's too good of an actor. To, to be in this movie? Yes. If anything, Sam Rockwell should be Al Capone. Oh, that would be good too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just saying I, I like Sam Rockwell because he also played in like those sci-fi movies, just like uh, Sigourney Weaver. Yes, so he fits, that is, that's he fits, true. He fits the mold. I see. I see. Exactly. No. No. All right. Look at if the green screen works. Look at how cool this would be. Yeah. Yeah, you were just doing something. You're not wearing a green shirt. Ooh. All right. Go ahead. Um, so yeah. yeah, I threw out Sam Rockwell. You just knocked him. So you have to pick somebody. I know. And I'll think of someone. Yeah. What if you get like, uh, uh, Kit Harrington, Jon Snow from Game oh, of Thrones. Oh yeah. There you go. Just like enough. He's a good enough actor, uh, to, to work. 
you get like that sort of you can and I know he's not really in Tina Fey's age range now. Now I know yeah. because apparently that's right. I misjudged Tina yeah. Tina Fey's Tina age. Tina Fey forever young. Yeah. Okay. Um, um, I like that character, and that made me think of someone else. Uh, in Bruges, who's in 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 Bruges? Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell. Mm. I always like him. He's a good actor. Yeah. Straight. Got little comedic tendencies. He could pull it off too. And also, you got to think if we're going the sort of classic Ghostbusters route. Yeah. Dana Barrett has historically been the one who the supernatural stuff happens to. Yes, yes. Uh-huh. So, so you need you need that character. So there you go. All right. So our our whole team, right from the top. Let's hear. Let's yeah. Let me hear me say it. Uh-huh. Okay. You got Bill Burr. We have Tina Fey. We have uh, Irving Berlin. Uh, Parker, William Jackson Harper. Harper and. Uh, that other comedian? Steve Carell. Steve Carell? Oh, yeah, completely. That's all of them. And then we have Sam Rockwell as... Uh, oh, we said playing, Colin Farrell. Playing Colin Farrell in Ghostbusters Yet to Come. With Howie Mandel.